Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share, download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks, guys. Hello, everyone. This is Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ. People, we must stand firm until the end. Amen. Jesus tells us over and over again in the scriptures that he who endures until the end He is the one. He is the one that will be saved. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God, people. (laughs) What is going on with this pagan world? Listen, it seems like as of late, all I'm doing is ranting and raving You want to know why? Because people are perishing. People who do not know that if they don't embrace, if they don't believe the gospel, they will go to hell. Listen, God has chosen a people for for himself to be saved. But if you don't hear the gospel, if you want nothing to do with Jesus, then what is left for God to do with you? He already sent Jesus to die for the sins of the world. Listen, there is no more sacrifices for sin. Ain't no one coming to save you. So, nope. I, I I don't, okay, I don't have time to be telling people about, oh, God is going to send you such a blessing this month. June is the month for your blessing. I can't tell you how many times I'm seeing that over there on Facebook, aka The Lion's Den, because you have false prophets, false teachers, Christians who are really sincere think that that is why Jesus died for you. So that you can have all the blessings, all the trappings, all the wealth, all the materials, 
from this world that you can have. Oh, absolutely not. Listen, this is a burden. This is a burden on my heart today to cry out for the lost. You must repent. You must lay down your wicked ways and turn back to God. Because let me tell you, this world that you want to hold on to so much, this world that you think that has everything you ever want, this world who gives you spouses that you think that you are so in love with that no matter what, no matter what the Bible has to say, you are not following Jesus. So, yeah, I'm on a rant today. So let us pray because I must pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I call out to you today. This world is so wicked. It is so wicked, Father, hallowed be thy name. Father, make your name great in this earth. Make your name so great that people will bow the knee and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Glory be to your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I ask, I ask for grace. I ask for patience. I ask for mercy and compassion. Father, this world is so wicked and evil. May your children let this world go. They are lying to us, Father. We can't believe nothing. And you know what? I don't want to believe nothing going forward what this world has to say. They've been lying from the beginning, Father. Only one that we can trust is you and the Lord Jesus Christ and your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for discernment for the body of Christ, the true followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I ask for discernment. I ask for wisdom. May we open up our eyes and see this Babylonian world for what it is. It is ran by the God, little g of this age, who has, who has blinded, who has put a veil over the eyes of those who are lost and are perishing. Father, deliver us from temptation. May the evil one never, ever again have a hold on us. Father, we trust you. We trust your will to be done in this world on this earth, even in the midst of all of this wickedness, because we know that the wicked will not go unpunished. Father, we love you and we want you. Father, show us.
Show me the deep things in your word, Father. Teach me the truth. At this age of 53, Lord willing, in a few weeks, teach me like I'm a baby. This world has so indoctrinated us from the time we went to their pagan schools. They've been lying about everything. And the reason why, Father, they do this is because they don't love you. They don't love your son. They don't love your people. They love they love themselves. They are trying to undo everything that you have created. They have they are trying to undo everything you have said about living a godly life. They have twisted. They are twisted and they have twisted everything that is holy, good, and righteous. May we not be deceived, Father. May we stay close to you. May we put away all the sin, Father. I repent. I repent from everything I have ever thought was true about this world. I repent of all of my sins. I repent from every thought that I did not cast down that was not in accordance to your word. I repent from every thought that I did not bring to the obedience of Christ. Father, help us. Help us to get through these last days because Father, no matter what, we shall stand firm until the end. And I pray this, Father, may today's excitation and lesson bring you glory. You deserve all the glory. Thank you. I give you thanks through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for everything you have done for me. I am so humbled, Father. I am humbled before the Lord God Almighty, creator of the heavens and the earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I bend my will to you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to the one, the highest God. There is no God like you, Father. You will not share your glory with anyone, and rightly so. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so (laughs) where do I want to start? Where? Okay, first of all, Cynthia, calm down. I got to calm down. You want to know why I have to calm down? Because I am so angry. I hate evil. I hate sin. You know what? The closer we walk with the Lord, more and more, you will start to hate sin. And the fact that our spiritual eyes are are awakening and are 
are opening and you looking at things in this world like, yo, really, for real? You're lying about that too? It's like, because see, for me, it's like, there's certain things that you don't have to lie about because I don't see what the profit is in it. Like, for instance, space, outer space. If you <clears throat> if you study the scriptures, right, if you if you look at science, man-made science with all of their theories and hypotheses and writings and recordings. It's all a big fat lie. Why? Because they they don't want God's name to be renowned in this world. They want all the glory. They want all the shine. They want all of the limelight. So what they do, they will debunk the holy writings and teachings of Jesus every chance they get. It's just that, you know how we all went to school, right? Elementary school and everything that they taught us, we thought that's the way the world is. That's how the world was created. That's how man was created. That's how we got the solar system and the planets and out of space and that the world is this ball and all of this. And we ate it up. We didn't know any better. We thinking that these teachers are teaching us information that we need to know about the world that we live in. So recently, as of yesterday, because I've been seeing this a lot, because not to get into a whole nother topic, but just about NASA, about NASA in particular, they have been lying to us since the inception. Okay, about the shape of the world, about whether or not rockets have gone to outer space, whether or not men did walk on the moon. All of that is a hoax. And I'm like, really? For real? So everything that y'all have shown us is a big fat lie. It has been photoshopped. And it's just got me to thinking because back in 2012, when unbeknownst to me, who knew oh, that the entertainment industry was lying to us too and all of their signs and Luciferian hand signs and it, it, just a mess. And I'm like, wait a minute, you mean tell me that we sitting back watching the Grammys, watching the Oscars, watching all of those graven images, award shows that the whole time this was all to praise your God and your father of lies, Satan. And it's just like, we can't even have a little entertainment without it being so satanic. But you know what? We needed to know this information. We need it as children of God. We need to know that we need to depart from this world. And that is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how 
this evil and present world is full of lies. So let us get the mindset going before we go any further. The mindset is that we must repent. Oh, absolutely. Because the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is that Christ died for our sins. According to the scriptures, Christ Jesus took on the penalty that was rightly due to us sinners. We sinned against holy God. The Bible tells us that Jesus was without sin. He was perfect and sinless. Jesus fulfilled every ordinance, ordinance, every every commandment, every sacrifice, every every rule, everything according to the 613 laws of Moses, Christ Jesus Jesus fulfilled it perfectly. And so therefore in Christ Jesus the law who which was a schoolmaster pointing to Jesus no longer applies to us. Why? Because Jesus fulfilled it on our behalf by being perfect. Jesus is our example. And so when he died, that brutal, horrific death, that blood bath of a sacrifice on our behalf, well, he paid the penalty for sin and his sacrifice appeased holy God's righteous anger and wrath against mankind. And so when Jesus' blood was shed on the cross, it was sprinkled on the mercy seat of God in heaven. Jesus made atonement for our sins by dying on the cross. And then he died. And he said right before he died that it is finished. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And they buried our Lord. And on the third day, on the third day, to the glory of God, by the work and power of the Holy Spirit, God raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus is alive still to this day because the Bible told us that over 500 people saw Christ Jesus in his resurrected body. And then 40 days later, he ascended back up to heaven. People saw that. His disciples saw him. Them, Them two angels witnessed to the fact that Jesus will return again in the same manner in which you are seeing him leaving in the clouds. Glory be to your name, Father. And so... Because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, we can have forgiveness of our sins because of his shed blood. That precious blood blood washed away our past sins. So glory be to God and going forward because we believe this gospel and we shall obey it by putting away the sin, forsaking it, and never to return back to it. Listen, if we believe Jesus died for our sins, then we will stop sinning. 
Oh, absolutely. We will stop sinning. So now listen. Okay. Getting back. Now that we got the mindset. The mindset is that we are to leave this pagan world alone. Yeah, we are in the world, but we no longer indulge ourselves in its wickedness. Nope. No more. And so... That's the mindset. And the reason why I am sick of it, because I always go to 2 Peter 2, talking about Lot. And if we look at verse 6, now I'm reading the New Living Translation, because you know how I like the way it talks. Verse 6 of 2 Peter 2 says, Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. Verse 7, but God also rescued Lot out of Sodom. Why? Because he was a righteous man who was sick, who was sick of it. The Bible says, who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Amen. Verse eight. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented. Uh, absolutely. Because that's where, that's where I'm at today, folks. He was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. And that is where I am at today. And I pray that you, child of God, is at the same place where Lot was. We are sick of it. We are sick of the lies. We are sick of the wickedness. And we we are sick of the brethren who wants to kick and scream and argue with us about about why they don't want to let go of the world and that how, oh, it's just impossible to stop sinning. Really? It's only impossible to you because you do not want to stop sinning. Listen, if you want to stop sinning, you will. You will start to sin less and less. Why? Because you got the memo. God ain't playing. He ain't playing with us trampling over the blood of his son, treating it as if it was something common and unholy. And he ain't playing with us grieving the Holy Spirit. Oh, absolutely not. No, the Bible says in Hebrews 10 that it is a terrifying thing. It is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. God ain't playing. And if you think he playing, all you have to do is read Revelation 20 verses 11 to 15 talks about how <clears throat> the books the books of your life, everything you have ever done has been recorded in the books. And that not only are those books are going to be open, but the but the Lamb's book of life, that book is going to be open too. And that if you don't repent, 
And if you don't turn from your wickedness and turn back to Jesus, that your name will be not found written in that book, the book of life. And so you will be thrown. You will be picked up and cast into the lake of fire, which the Bible calls that the second death. So no, God ain't playing. So listen, back to this paganistic world. This world lies about everything. No wonder. It's no wonder because their God, little G, their father, Satan, has been lying from the beginning, Jesus said. Everything you see in this world, like I said before, outside of the Holy Spirit and the true followers of the Lord Jesus Christ is a bold-faced lie. It is a deceiving, dying, sin-riddled violating Illuminati, Freemason, Satanistic, Paganistic, Luciferian, you can't believe nothing they tell you, world. Amen. Listen, they lie about everything. No, they don't. The government is really for us. No, NASA's not lying. They they could not have possibly faked that whole moon landing. You are a conspiracy theorist. Now, these doctors on the world scene, they want us to get this vaccination so that we don't spread the coronavirus to everyone. Not to mention how there's a 978 percent chance of recovery come on folks this world is lying to you and it's all about serving their god satan and <clears throat> and money that's it they could care two flips about whether or not you die because their agenda is to depopulate you anyway listen wake yourselves up this world is on its way to the lake of fire and with you in it if you don't come out from it. Right, Holy Spirit? I'm on a tear today because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it just like Lot was sick of it over there in Sodom and Gomorrah. So listen, everything that is being taught in schools are indoctrinations, brainwashings, and outright deceptive curriculums. Yes, it is. And yes, my children, my child right now, he's in the pagan school system, uh, system, and I am about this close from pulling him out and just straight homeschooling him. I already told him about the many lies and that when, when they start teaching you about that fake solar system, when they start teaching you about that stupid uh, uh, evolution, when, when, when they start telling you about how you can be a girl, even though you was born a boy, don't believe the lies. Do not, don't come home with the foolishness. I already told him. And he is on board with everything God has to say about his word. Amen. And so look, yeah, they lie about how the world was created. They lie about how man was created. 
They lie about how the world, the earth is really shaped. They lie about who God is. They lie about the solar system. They lie about mathematical problems and people. One plus one will always equal two. Always. But oh no, no. Have y'all checked out the a new math? The new math curriculum that's coming down a pike pike that is already being infiltrated into the school system that if you don't feel if you don't feel one plus one should equal two it could it can equal seven yeah look it up listen i am not making any of this stuff up okay if you feel that nine divided by three isn't three that you can actually say, well, no, nine divided by three should be 12. And then you work out some false mathematical equation to come to your number 12. Then that's the answer. I'm like, what? Yeah. So anyway, they most certainly lie about history and the contributions of certain peoples. They lie about events past and present. Listen, Currently, in this homosexual culture, they lie to our babies in the school system. Now, I'm not even talking about once they get out into the paganistic world. No, we're talking about the rudiments of education. Because, see, they figure that if they start early with the, indoctrin- with the indoctrination, they got our babies. Not in my house. Oh, absolutely not. Listen. They lie to our babies that if you don't identify with the birth agenda that you were born with, okay? Because you see, listen, ain't nothing social justice about that damnable black lives matter on the guise of social injustice and that we need to come against the police. Oh, absolutely not. Listen, we need the police, okay? They are teaching our babies to riot. They they are teaching our babies to rail against the government because, you know, railing is a sin. Let us not forget that, okay? They, they are teaching our babies to protest against the police. Listen, these police, they got firearms. And if they feel their lives are in danger, guess what's going to happen to your child down there with, with the, um, down there protesting behind these lesbians and these bisexuals heading up. And let, let's not forget the witches, behind the the black lives i can't even get it out behind the black lives matter movement those women that head up that satanic movement are witches they speak to their their ancestors do that african witchcraft listen y'all best to wake up Okay, they have a curriculum in the school systems right now. They got their posters everywhere. Okay, you had this this eight year old precious little girl. Okay, 
speaking against her local school board about the Black Lives Matter poster when just a few weeks ago, the the school board has deemed that there shall be no politics in the school system. And the school board are the ones that made up the posters. And she went on a tear talking about y'all said that no politics should be in the schools. So I'm demanding that these posters be taken down. So listen, they have a curriculum right now going on these the, the Black Lives Matter movement, Inc. Okay, got a movement, got a curriculum going on in the school system that telling kids from seven to eight years old, that if you feel, here we go with them stupid if you feel agenda. If you feel that even though you was born to a boy, if you feel that you are either a girl or a pansexual or any of the 58 genders, okay, that you have a right, a right, okay, these kids don't even know how to go to bed on time. These kids don't even know that you must take a bath. They don't even know how to wipe behind their ears correctly. But you telling them that they have a right to stand up for the gender they feel and that no parent, no teacher, no school board could tell them otherwise. If that ain't satanic, then I don't know what is. Listen. I was online and I saw that according to the satanic culture, that this abomination to the living God who created the heavens and the earth, there are 58 genders you can pick from. Yep, I'm shaking my head in disgust. Listen, let's look at today's passage before my head pops off my shoulders. Listen, let's look at Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, because we have to be in a whole different mindset when it comes to this pagan world. Otherwise, we will go crazy. So let's reel it in, pull it in, Cynthia, and get our eyes on the facts, on the truth, okay? In the, in the New Living Translation, Galatians 1, verses 1 through 5. Greetings from Paul. This letter is from Paul, an apostle. I was not appointed by any group of people or any human authority, but by Jesus Christ himself and by God the Father, who raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. All the brothers and sisters here, join me in sending this letter to the churches of Galatia. May God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Verse 4, Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God our Father planned, amen, in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Verse 5, all glory to God forever and ever, amen, amen, listen, not 
only are believers delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of into the kingdom i must calm down let me just because y'all don't understand jesus saved us god rescued us from this evil world we ain't got no business being a part of it anymore so listen not only are believers delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the into the kingdom of um into the kingdom of god's dear son but the sacrifice of christ which made this deliverance possible also delivers god's children from this present evil world yes not only thank you holy spirit for this understanding not only did jesus died for our sins so we don't face the second death that lake of fire but he also delivered us from this present evil world amen and so this is a very important truth in our day when so many who profess to be God's children are so deeply involved in this present evil world instead and this is why my head is about to explode today instead of recognizing the world as an enemy they treat it, it they treat it as a friend instead of instead of being so disgusted by it instead of repudiating the ways of the world they foolishly claim that they can use those worldly ways to win the lost to Christ or to enjoy a godly walk listen they are deceived just like i was deceived i was deceived to think that i can still watch the grammys i can still idolize these luciferian uh, celebrities i was deceived that 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 Jesus died on the cross so that I can have my best life ever and that even though I'm still in sin that I can tell someone else about their sins meanwhile I got that big old plank in my eye yep yep deceived so what does God's word has to say what is God's will for his children every one of them let's look again at verse 4 one of the reasons christ gave himself for our sins was to deliver us from this present evil world and furthermore god says that it is his will for all of us for all of us to come out from this paganistic luciferian i can't stand it anymore world Amen. And so frequently we hear from believers who are deeply troubled about the worldliness in their own church. I know we are sick of it. Just like Lot, we are sick of it day after day, week after week. We sitting up under these wolves and sheep clothing and we're like, that's not what the Bible says about thus and so 
and thus and so we're sick of it and so they often ask is something wrong with me (laughs) no precious no it's them okay listen they say when when i express concern about the increasing worldliness of our group i am considered a troublemaker i am accused of being unwilling to change i am told that the old ways just don't work with this modern generation i am i am commanded <laughs> i am commanded to wake up and realize that the new ways really work and produce sensational results. That is coming from that emergent church, no doubt. That's coming from them them seeker-friendly churches over there where you got the Rick Warrens and the Bill Johnsons and all the others over there, okay? with all of their tolerance. Oh, let's just bring them in and after we give them a pop concert, aka, oh, praise and worship, okay, then we can preach them the gospel. But what gospel are you preaching? Oh, that how God loves the sinner and the sin? Yeah, no, absolutely not. God does not love workers of iniquity. He does not, he hates evil doers. So that quote from Gandhi about how God hates the sin but loves the sinner, no, that's a lie because Gandhi was a Satanist. He was a Hindu worshiper. He said that that Jesus can't be or or is not the only son of God. Don't get me started. So no, precious, there isn't something wrong with you. No, there's nothing wrong with a believer who warns that the world is an enemy, not a friend. The problem lies not with a faithful minority, but with a compromising majority. The word of God, folks, is very clear on this matter. Too many who claim to be... Too many who claim to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ do not. They do not deny the major doctrines of the Christian faith. Hold on. Let me read that again. Too many who claim to be an evangelist because they do not deny. Yo, hold on a minute. This, this, this. This little note here is not sounding right. So I'm just going to just, it says too many who claim to be an evangelist because they do not deny the major doctrines of the Christian faith are ignoring the strong warning. Okay. 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 I had to pull it into context. Context. It's saying that how that you have many who claim to be Christians Okay, because they don't they don't deny the major doctrines of the Christian faith, but they are ignoring the strong warning that God gives in first John two, fifteen to seventeen about those who love the world. Okay, because I'm looking at that and I'm like, wait a minute, what? 
So, okay, right. You have these Christians who don't deny major doctrines of the Bible, but they still got one foot over there in the world. And that's where we get a lot of the compromising coming from. Okay, because you know what? Worldliness never produces benefits for the believer. Oh, absolutely not. It is always costly. In 2 Timothy 4.10, we read of Demas, who had the great privilege to be a companion of the Apostle Paul, one of Christ's greatest ministers. But he lost that priceless fellowship because he loved this present world. And that's from 2 Timothy 4.10. Fellow believer, precious, there is no question but that the world has become attractive programs. It has become so attractive to offer, whether it be their music, worship, or even evangelism. However, to enjoy God's best and God's rest, we must accept Christ's deliverance from the world rather than to be deceived and contaminated by it. Because if we put into context, if we do a context summary of Galatians 1 verses 1 through 5, which begins Paul's letter to the Christians in Galatia with a brief greeting, Paul immediately defends the fact that he has been made an apostle of Jesus Christ by the same God that raised Christ from the dead, right? And that he is not a quote unquote man made apostle. Like like you see what's going on in the 21st century. I can't tell you how over there on Facebook the Lions Den about how many apostles are over there. Yeah, all these man made apostles. So Paul was laying out that he is not a man-made apostle, as his accusers are saying. His authority is genuine. Next, Paul gives a quick, beautiful explanation of the trustworthy gospel that he preaches. Amen. How Jesus gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this age of evil, according to God's will. So, I want to hone in on verse four of Galatians one, right? Because see, Paul understood and we could, and we could apply that to us today. Okay. Because the foolishness that was going on in the first century, okay, is, has exponentially increased over here in the 21st century. Amen. So listen, Paul understood his life to have a singular purpose. He had been commissioned by Christ to take the message of salvation through Christ to the world. It is not surprising then that he includes the simple facts of what he will call the gospel at the re- at the very beginning of his letter. Amen. Because Paul has already described 
Jesus Christ as the person who God the Father raised from the dead. Now he adds to that. Building on the greeting from the previous verse, he has wished his readers grace and peace from, from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Paul describes exactly who Jesus Christ is by describing what the Lord did and why he did it. Amen. First, Jesus gave himself Paul uses this language about Christ's death on the cross repeatedly in his letters. And we see this in 1 Timothy 2.6. We see this in Ephesians 5.25. And we see this in Titus 2.14. Nobody, okay, nobody took Jesus' life from him against his will. He gave it freely. And we see this in John 10 verses 17 to 18. It's true that Jewish religious leaders called for his death and that the Romans executed him. But let us not get it twisted. They could not have done so without Jesus' willingness to be sacrificed. Because Jesus told us in the Gospels, no one takes my life. I lay it down and I have the authority to pick it up again. Amen. So why was he sacrificed? He was sacrificed for our sins. Amen. Jesus gave himself to the death penalty we earned with our sins. And we see this in Romans 6.23 because it says that the wages of sin is death. Amen. And so Jesus became our substitute on the cross, paying what we owed. Amen. And so why did he pay it? Well, in part, he did it to deliver us from the present evil age. Listen, humanity was trapped. We was trapped in a world built from our own sinful choices. Jesus paid the only exit fee, the ransom, to make it possible for us to escape into a deathless life. Amen. He also gave himself according to the will of our God and Father, Jesus' death on the cross was an act of submission to the plan and purpose of God. Listen, like I always say on the podcast, you got to be a cold piece of work if you refuse the awesomeness of what Christ Jesus did for us. Don't you understand Our God, this God man, laid down his life for us who committed high treason, who was who was rebellious and downright disobedient and disrespectful to the God who created us. He took on the punishment that was rightly due to us. 
You got to be a, a cold piece of work if you don't want him to come and be your savior and save you from certain wrath of God. Okay, because see, Jesus took it all for us and for us to say no, because we don't want to let go this pagan world. You, my friend, got to be a cold piece of work. And I said it. Amen. So. In closing. The bottom line is this, okay? At the end of the day, I could rant and rave and be disgusted all I want. At the end of the day, this is all that really matters. Two things. Number one, Romans 12, verses 1 through 2, and I'm reading the Amplified. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Verse two, and do not be, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Amen. And number two, do not love the world. Do not love the world of sin that opposes God and his precepts, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all, for all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh and the lust and longing of the eyes and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things, these do not, these do not come from the Father, but are from the world. Listen, the world is passing away and with its its lust, the shameful pursuits, and ungodly longings, but the one who does the will of God and carries out his purposes lives forever. Children, it is the last hour. 
the end of this age. And just as you heard that the Antichrist is coming, the one who will oppose Christ and attempt to replace him, even now many Antichrists, false teachers have appeared, which confirms our belief that it is the last hour. They they went out from us seeming at first to be Christians, but they were not really of us. Why? Because they were not truly born again and spiritually transformed. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us, but they went out teaching false doctrine so that it would be clearly shown that none of them are of us. Amen. But you have, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because he teaches us. Amen. He illuminates our minds and guard us from error. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it and because no lie, nothing false, no deception is of the truth. Who is the liar? Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed? This is the Antichrist, the enemy and antagonist of Christ, the one who denies and consistently, okay, consistently refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. Whoever denies and and repudiates the Son does not have the Father. The one who confesses and acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, okay, because this is the bottom line. As for you, let that remain in you, keeping in your hearts that message of salvation which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, you too will remain in the Son and in the Father forever. Amen. Amen. And that was, hold on, because I didn't, I didn't give y'all the scripture for that. That was First uh, John two fifteen, all the way down to verse twenty nine. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't finish. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't finish. Verse 25. Verse 25. The promise is eternal life. Amen. And this is the promise which he himself promised us. Eternal life. These things I have written to you with reference to those who are trying to deceive you. Come on now, because that's what we was talking about all day today. 
These things I have written to you with reference to those who are trying to deceive you, seducing you, and leading you away from the truth and sound doctrine. As for you, the anointing, the special gift, the preparation, which you receive from him remains permanently. Glory be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. But just as his anointing teaches you, talking about the Holy Spirit, giving you insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things. I told y'all we can't trust nothing in this world but the Holy Spirit. Listen. But just as his anointing teaches you, giving you insight from the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things and is true and is not a lie. And just as his anointing has trust you, has taught you, you must remain in him, being rooted in him, knit to him. Verse 29. Now, little children. Believers, dear ones, remain in him. Listen, God can't say it enough. Remain in him. That means remain not in this present evil world. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Remain in him with unwavering faith. So that when he appears at his return, we may have perfect confidence. We may have perfect confidence and not be ashamed and shrink away from him at his coming. If you know, if you know that he is absolutely righteous, you know for certain that everyone who practices righteousness, doing what is right and conforming to God's will, has been born of him. Amen. Glory be to God. And again, that was 1 John 2. Verses 15 to 29, the Amplified Version. Amen. So there we have it with that, folks. I believe, as always, I have said enough. I've said enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Glory be to God. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for sending Jesus to 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 die for our sins, to deliver us from this evil world. We have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dearly beloved son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins so that we can be set free. The Bible says that whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Glory be to God. We got to spread the gospel. We got to let people know that 
You have been chosen from the foundation of the world. You are lost. We were born as lost people in this world. We must hear this gospel and come on back home, people. This is not our home. Don't get comfortable here. It's going to burn up in fervent heat anyway. Listen, the wicked will not go unpunished. Listen, back over here to 2 Peter chapter 2, and this is the super duper close, okay? Remember how we was talking about how, how Lot was sick of it, right? So look, verse 9, because you know how it, it tormented his soul. It tormented his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. Verse 9. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. Amen. So there we have it. Yep, we in this world, but we are not of it. The wicked world... And all, of, and all of their damnable practices and their lust, they must repent. They must repent because otherwise the lake of fire, the lake of fire is in their future. And you know what the sad part of it all? They won't. They won't repent. The ones that, that God has already destined to destruction, they ain't repenting and they are going to try to take as many God-fearing people along with them. But uh-uh, uh-uh, don't you dare go back to that vomit. <sighs> okay, let me go. I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to let y'all go. Until next time, Lord willing, repent and believe that Jesus died for your sins and that he has delivered you from this evil present world and turn back to God and henceforth walk in obedience. Amen. Amen. Because we ain't trying to be found wanting and ashamed when Jesus crack open the, fir the firmament. Amen. Amen. Until next time. I'll speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.